a fly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look, it's in a book. A reading rainbow. Everyone else, this is synced. Initiating update. Transmit message. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Synced. I'm John. I'm James. I'm Ben. And this week, for our topic of the week, we are talking about characters. Specifically, which character from any kind of video game is the best written character? Now, well, this doesn't... We, we, say, we say any kind of video game, but I think we mo more or less picked the same kind of genre. Or Mostly, yeah. yeah. Um, but... When I say best written character, what I mean by this is it's not necessarily your favorite character. It's not necessarily a main character of a game. You know, in my case it is. But anyway, it doesn't have to be something like a big role or anything like that. This is just the best written character who has a great story arc or, you know, maybe their character themselves, they have just something great about them. Okay. So I'm assuming you have somebody in mind. Yes, I do. Would you care to explain? I would love to. So the character that I've chosen for this week is Edward Kenway. Now, Edward Kenway is the main character from Assassin's Creed Black Flag. So this character, I I adore this character. This sure. is one of my favorite characters of any video game. Really? And not to mention, Assassin's Creed, I already love this franchise. Mm. And then when this game came out, I was kind of like, you know, getting a little tired of Assassin's Creed, but then I played this game and it had this fantastic character, and I was like, "Man, this is this is amazing!" So, I'll, here's my reasoning for it: Edward Kenway is a pirate, so the game is set in the Caribbean, the Age of Pirates. Really fascinating, really fun to play as. So, Edward Kenway here, he's a pirate, and all he really cares about is making money and stealing from people, and plundering ships, and things like that, and finding uh, hidden treasure. So that's that's all fine and dandy. What he doesn't care about, though, is other people. And you begin to see that as he kind of just throws his friends away in order to go after kind of gold and things like that. And eventually what happens is, as he is plundering ships and things like that, he leaves kind of a ripple effect behind him of this negativity and this destruction behind him and for a while he thinks that he's just kind of get a, gonna get away with it but then it eventually comes back up to him and it starts to affect his life hold on a second along with the lives of his friends around him hold on a second i feel like i've heard this character before really isn't this the same character from assassin's creed 2 uh no yeah no because the character from assassin's creed 2 was Ezio, right and he was this playboy kind of happy-go-lucky whatever and he did whatever he wanted not, and then his actions caught up to him not necessarily and then he suffered great loss no and from there he no, grew as a you're character remembering the story wrong really no <laughs> james so, i played the first few levels of right. assassin's creed 2 many times well, the first few is not the entire game right so but in, that in pretty that much game, encompasses the in same that story game, the character he he undergoes his arc differently. He, he, it's completely yeah, he undergoes it, is, it quicker. It is completely it's different. completely different. Hold on. Okay, hold he on a sec. He does it a lot sec. quicker. I'll hold, agree. Hold on a sec. <laughs> let me just let me just say something. So, Ezio, the character from what the game you're talking about, James, Ezio, like his family dies at the very beginning of the game, right? Because of his he, actions. No, he goes on a not because of his actions, because of his family's ties 
to the to the assassin faction. Right, and his inaction to do anything about it. No, he tried to do something about it, Not and they really. got killed. He, he tried to hang out with his girlfriend. Yes, no. Okay, look. Yes, no. James, the thing you're missing is that's at the very beginning. Yeah. Is all of this happens to him, and he goes on like a revenge spree. This is different for Edward. When Edward comes into the game, when Edward comes into the game, he is. You know, we, we don't know a whole lot about him except that he's a pirate and he likes to plunder. And that's great. And as a player, you really connect with Edward on that level because you come into the game and you're like, well, well I don't know a whole lot about Edward, but you know what? I love the idea of being a pirate and I love plundering ships. Let's go plundering, Edward. And so you and Edward kind of take this journey together. And it's really fun for a while, and you love plundering ships, but then you start to see the destruction that you leave behind. You know, some of Edward's friends are being killed because he doesn't do anything to help them. But he's not, it's not his fault that they're being killed, it's because they're pirates, and it's the end of the pirate age. Right, but he's, he is more focused on his goals of gaining wealth than he is helping his friends. Yeah, or helping he others, that way the whole Helping time. others in need. And it's not true, he doesn't say that way the whole time. Yeah, he does. No, he doesn't. That's the beauty of his story is he doesn't remain that way. He go he undergoes this arc and he becomes he gets this sort of redemptive story to go along with him. And you know, not trying to get into too much spoiler territory, he you know, he he develops what well, I said. He I, I think we can so the game is old enough. It's came out when Oh gosh, a couple years ago now. At least. Yeah, so I think I think we're, we're on like the sixth or seventh Assassin's Creed game. I right. think we can go ahead so and say I think, spoil I some think stuff. we can go ahead right. and say spoiler alert spoiler if you alert. really haven't played the game. But so here's here's the spoilers for this. So a lot of Edward's friends end up being killed and he actually ends up being alone. And finally there's this one last person in his life that ends up dying. And he's just completely torn up about it. And he realizes that his actions kind of led this to happen you know his or rather like you were saying his inaction to do anything kind of led to this happening and so what he does then is he decides you know what i'm not i'm not going to focus on gaining wealth anymore i'm going to join the assassins who are the good guys in the game he says i'm going to join them and i'm going to carry out their goals because that's what this character who was really close to me who just died that's what she would have wanted and then he you and Mind you, this is this is only two thirds of the way through the game that this happens. That he be that he has this change of mind. So there's a whole other third of the game that you play where you get to see him undergo this development from a naive man child, basically, who was just chasing his own dreams, mm -hmm. and now he becomes this person who's really he's seeking more than just trying to help people. He's actually trying to seek wisdom and knowledge, and it's like it's really good. That's that's what makes Edward such a great character is because you can clearly see his arc, his redemptive story arc unfold before you. Yeah, clearly. And, I could see it all the way back at the beginning of the game. And no, you couldn't. I couldn't at least. I could see that oh, he's an irascible okay. cockswing, you know, he's going to just, you know, be a terrible guy. Yeah, I'm sure. Anyway, my my point is in saying all this is that you can see his story arc, you can see it unfold and take place. And you get to partake in that arc, which I think is I think is really cool. Well, you can argue you get to take part in any character's arc, right? Right. As long but, as you're the main character. I mean, Ben, what's your character? Right. But you take part in any character's arc if they're the main character. But what I'm saying is, is his arc is so well written and so well done. Yeah, but I think Ben's that probably got a better example. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's no. hear from you, Ben. Okay. 
John Marston from Red Dead Redemption. Okay. Very good game. Yes. Very good character as well. Yes. And it's a way better character than your character. And guess what? I He's the main character, so you get involved with his story wow, arc. Wow, there what? you go. What? But hey, right. the reason he's better is because you don't get, you're not able to predict where his character arc goes. Okay. So. so. John. That's true, actually. Yeah, no, I get, I feel that. Yeah. Mm, James, I don't know if James I'd... gets what I'm saying. With, okay, with Edward, you can clearly see, oh, he's the typical bad guy at the beginning of the yeah, game. Yeah, he's going to learn his he lesson. Has, yeah, he's going to have some redemptive qualities when he learns, the, when he joins with the assassins. Now, you don't necessarily I mean, I've, necessarily got, I've know, got something to say about that, but keep going. You, you don't necessarily know how much he's going to be redeemed or, like, how far he'll go one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can clearly see that's what they're setting up. With John Marston... In Red Dead Redemption, and this is going to be a little bit of spoilers, but again, the game is so old. Yeah, this game is like 2010 or 2012 Red Dead Redemption 2 has been announced already and is going to come out sooner or later. Yeah, this this year, I think, This year, yep. So, So, if you haven't played the game, go play it, but come on, everyone knows about this. Very fun game. So anyway, John Marston, he is uh, an Old West gunslinger who was an outlaw, and now he's settled down with his family. But then the government, the evil government, ropes him back into helping him out with um, some outlaw situations. And they ransom his family to him. So John, very clearly from the get-go, all he wants to do is get back with his family. He's a family man now. He just wants to live that life. And he doesn't want to live this outlaw life that he's being forced into. So throughout the game, you constantly are faced with his morality. It doesn't present you with any choices. But it does present you with his outlook on, man, you're crazy. You're living this crazy outlaw life over here, or you're a loner who with uh, delusions of grandeur, or you think that you can control the whole city, or you're just an idiot. And his character arc is also really interesting as well. Okay. So, I mean, all he wants to do is go back to his family. He doesn't want to kill all these guys, but he will because, A, that's what he knows, and... Right. B, that's because he's being forced to. They're which attacking is, him. Which is something you can predict from the beginning. Right, and it's also a, a, Not necessarily. It's also a story of betrayal because these are his old outlaw friends that he's being forced to go fight. Right, and well, then they, that's the only the They aren't really his acts. friends, though. They kind of were. They were at one time, and then they left him for dead. Yeah, but this is the, the whole point is, like, I get what you're saying here, because after the first two acts, that's it. You go over, you kill all your friends, effectively. No, no, no. In the third somewhere. act, you go and face off against no, you face your the, oldest friend. No, you face the government in the third act. No, that's the final ending of the yeah, game. That's yeah, act that's act four. No, no, no. There's, There's four, four acts. acts? Yeah, because oh. it goes the Midwest, then down to Mexico, and then, then up to the Northwest. Oh, yeah, that's then right. to the farm right. area. Yeah, so the Northwest, where you, the, the third act of the game, you go and fight. Um, I've, his name escapes me, but he's... He was your a part of your old gang. He's one of your closest friends, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and now he's uh, c- got all of uh, the old gang back together, and they're fighting you. And the government is going, "You, yeah, go fight them." And you're like, "I, but I just want to go back to my family. I did what you said." And they're like, "Nope, too bad." And then, even after all of that, you finally get back to your family, or he finally gets back to his family, mm-hmm. and then the government shows up to kill him. Right, and he does this epic last stand in order to help evacuate his wife and kid, and then he gets gunned down to death. Right. So, okay, why is he well written? What about him is he's a tragic? It's, it's hero. a very, it's a very tragic story. He has, he's done all of this work. He's gone through all of this turmoil and all of this struggle, 
and you have been there with him. He's been shot at. He has lost. He's had to make very difficult decisions throughout the entire course of the game. Name one. Uh, doesn't he have to kill one of his friends? He kills all of them. Yeah. A good no. chunk of them. I mean, that's not really a decision that you get to make, though. No. No, we're not talking about choice in the game. It's, and that's, that's just not, a story. The that's way the not even really works. a choice that John Marston has to make. The government makes that choice for him. He could and forces him to do that so he can get back to his family. Hmm. Also, semantics. Now, I want to go back to one thing that you said about Edward. Okay. You said that at the beginning of the game, you can see his entire arc out in front of him. You can see where it's going to go and everything like that. Yeah. Now, speaking from personal experience here, mind you, I was younger when I played this game, whenever it came out. Don't remember the year. But when I first played this game... And I was playing it, and I started off with Edward doing his thing, and he's just, he's not an assassin to begin with, right? He's just a pirate who just happens to be caught in the crossfire between the t these two warring factions in the game. The well, yeah, well, John Marston also isn't a government agent. He's just an outlaw who happened to be caught by the government and now has to okay, work for Okay, okay, hold on a sec, hold on. We're not talking about that. Uh-oh. All right, All right. we're not talking about that. He's just caught in the crossfire, so he's just a pirate, right? You don't know where his story is going to go. Now, you know it's going to intersect with the Assassins because that's the name of the game, is Assassin's Creed. And at one point, he does go to the Assassins, but they kick him out because they're like, you brought the British here, and now the British are like trying to take over our island and stuff. You, you need to get out of here. You're not welcome here. And he leaves, and he goes, and he does his own pirate thing. So when, that, when I was playing it, and that happened... My, I was thrown for a loop. I was like, what's going on? I thought this was an Assassin's Creed game, not a pirate game. Which, okay, we can talk about the... I see you smiling over there. We can talk about the game at a later time. But we're just talking about the character at this point. Sure. Okay? Okay. We're just talking about the character. Sure, that's sure, all we're, sure. That's uh -huh. all we're debating. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Mm -hmm. so, so that threw me for a loop. I was like, what's going on here? Now I'm playing as just, you know, a normal pirate who sometimes... Does assassiny things. Does assassiny things because it lines up with their their goals line up. They have mutual goals. So the whole redemptive story arc that wasn't even coming into my mind while I was playing this game. I was just playing it thinking, oh, I'm just a pirate who sometimes helps the assassins. I'm just no. gonna and aimlessly then, bumble my way through the game, and then maybe I'll help the assassins at the end. I mean, well, it felt like see, that at times. Here's the thing. Here's mm. the thing. That's what it feels like for a while. And then, like I said, this wave of destruction starts to catch up to him in the form of you're, you make friends with Blackbeard. And then there's a literal tsunami that hits an island that you have to run away from. Well, that happens a lot. But, <laughs> but my destruction, what I'm saying is, my destruction saying choices is have followed me. You make, you make friends with Blackbeard, and at one point you're celebrating Blackbeard's retirement from piracy. And then the British attack, and Blackbeard, Blackbeard gets offed. And it's like... Oh my gosh, Blackbeard was my friend, and now he's gone. And then you start to see more and more of your friends. Some of your friends, they join the evil faction of the Templars. They go to their side, or some of them just completely run off, or some of them get captured and they get imprisoned. Or you know, So you really start to see this life that you've built start to crumble, and that's when you start to realize that this is not the life that I should have been chasing, or in Edward's case, this is not the life I should have been chasing. And then finally it catches up to him where this person who he was really close with finally dies. And then he has this, he's like, oh my gosh, 
what have I been doing this whole time? Mm. So that's what I'm saying is so well written about the character. It's just like what you guys were saying. For a while there, you're just bumbling around, woo-dee-doo-dee-doo, just plundering your pirate. <laughs> Look at me, I'm a pirate, I've got cutlasses, I've got pistols, Yarr. I've got a big boat, woo! And then, you like, life starts to hit you. Real life starts to hit him in the way that his friends start dying. Like, to me, that is just so, like, that's just great. That's great writing for the for the writing team and for the character. So that's why that's that's my can, that's, that's my two so cents Kenway. on <laughs> that's my two cents on Edward. Anyway, in terms of John Marston, though, some of your points make sense. Okay, some of them. Oh, a some lot of them. them. Uh-huh. For a lot of the game, John Marston is just going around helping people. That's just what he does. Now, sure, he was a Gang, he was in a gang. He was a member of this gang, and then they rode and uh, they, yeah, they they took their they robbed banks and they robbed people. And here we're down in the old west, you know. I don't, I don't know why you've adopted this accent. I don't know either. Anyway, <laughs> so he was a gang member at one point, and then he got a family, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna be a family man, and he just leaves his gang. And then the government's like, hey, you were in this gang one time. Help us take them down because they're really bad now. He's like, well, I don't want to help that. Well, we've got your family. Oh, well, shucks. I guess I have to do that now. So it's dead on. <laughs> wow, that's, it's know, like it's, John Marston is here in the studio wow. with us. How, how you but what that? I'm what I'm saying is that <laughs> is that he just does the right thing because it's the right thing. That's just his character. That's not a well-written well, that's character. His that's so boring. No, that's his morals. Oh my gosh, he just does the right. Oh, I'm gonna do the right thing, not because the government is telling him. So he doing, helps. He helps in the Mexican Revolution. So doing the right thing is not because boring? the government tells him to, but because it's the right thing to do. No, he helps because he needs to go kill this guy that the government has told him to do. But and the Mexican government is currently holding him but, and is keeping him uh, safe. So he's but like, okay. It's also the right thing to do. No. Yes. Because the Mexican people are being oppressed by this by this bad government. That's true. And but he's also like, I'm going to help the Mexican people yeah, while I'm and, at it. And you can clearly see that their leader, their the rebel leader, Abraham Reyes, is an idiot. I'm just saying, look, I'm you just saying. You looked up his name, didn't you? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying that John Marston, he does these things. And yes, you can argue that he does them because the government forces him to but at the same time a lot of the things that he does just happen to line up oh this is a good thing that any good-hearted human being would do so i'm gonna do it too because i'm you know i'm a good-hearted human being so by that token you're saying that any good character is just boring i'm not not saying that i'm just saying john marston is what you're saying you're saying good morals are boring and Uh, make a bad character that is not what what you're saying i'm saying your argument is not very good for why he's a good character. Besides, your character goes, does the same thing. He ch- eventually does the right thing because it's the right, right thing Right, because do. he realizes what he's been doing has been the wrong thing. Right, so did John Marston. We just John don't Marston s- never real. Oh, we you, just don't see that you on don't screen. See it. Exactly. On screen. You have to be told it. Right. This is a, this he's is already a, reached that point this in This is a life. show, don't tell. He's this already is, had that like point in, in his this life is like in, in movies. This is like in movies. Where you Fight need for to your show. character, Ben. <laughs> Seriously, James is over here. James I'm is trying doing. To, James I'm trying to defend it. Going to going toe to toe with me here. I, I I agreed with John like five points back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but hey, but, you can totally do it. You are look, so useless. Look, it's like in it's like in movies. Show me, don't tell me. 
You know, if you're just gonna outright tell me about, oh, this character did these bad things, but now he's good because he's a family man. No, I want to see that. You do I see that. See, they never explicitly say I any of that. I want to see him do bad things. Yeah, no, you have to infer also, all of that stuff. Yes, that's from... what I'm saying. I don't want to infer anything. Wait, no. Wait a second. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> no. You just completely contradicted yes, your I did. entire <laughs> argument. Let me backtrack. That's not what I'm trying to say. Oh, really? What is it you're that's, trying to say, John? That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, my God. Listen, what color is the sky? I don't want... Okay. Let me clarify what I was trying to say. Please do. Because I can see where you can get that misconstrued. Oh, no. can you? Yes, you can. <laughs> I don't want to infer things from previously before the game started. Why not? That's how a lot of good I, characters I are wanted, set up. I want to do it myself. That's how a lot of characters are set. Sure, you can set up stuff for them to do, but then I want to do the major actions. You know what would have been really good about that game is being in the gang and then leaving because you met your wife. Your future wife. No. no that would have been yes, more, that, that would have been, been way more force heavy handed of I don't oh, think so. see how tragic it is. Yeah, no, it's better that it's more inferred that you figure it out over time that that's why he left the all gang. Right, all right. It's when you first start off, it's left vague. You just know he was probably part of a gang, he did some shady stuff in the past, and then he was pulled by the government and now he's on the right side oh, of the law, apparently. Oh, okay. okay. I think I think we spent way more than enough time talking about this yes yeah. so i think it's now time to move on to our next segment which is of course our system update news 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 i got loads of news oh, what yeah? kind of news you got tell me about the news sure thing so ben really loves mass effect well yep, we've yes. talked about this before yes yes and for those who don't know, the latest entry in the series was released a couple of days ago, Mass Effect Andromeda. A couple of days ago? Yeah. Yes. What? For, for Ben, it's been a couple days. <laughs> no, for Ben, it's been a couple weeks. Because yes. he's been... He's been in his his apartment. Oh my gosh! The amount looking of looking at the TV, I mean, just the, glued to it. The amount of constant in that game is staggering. And he it's comes been, out and he's like, "James, what time is no, it?" No, it's James. Is like, it's been Ben. I haven't seen no. you for three days. It's been a week. It's been a week. So that would be a couple of days, Ben. No, a couple is like a two. couple is like two or three. Two or three. Don't freak me out, man. But it hasn't <laughs> been, been. I have been. It hasn't been two or three weeks. It's Re been. It's been a regardless. Week. Andromeda's been out, and the reception for it has been mixed. mixed. Very divisive at best. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mostly, it stems from the fact that there's a lot of graphical issues and, and a lot of technical issues. We've yes. talked it's, about this before. Is at least we've talked about the the animations of the face. Right. Yes. We talked previously about what makes a good game good and what kind of breaks sets it apart and makes it bad. Mm -hmm. And animations was kind of touched on, I think. Yeah. So one of the biggest problems in Mass Effect Andromeda is the fact that the facial animations are terrible. Yeah, they're really bad. Like They range yes. anywhere from okay to borderline what is wrong. Not yeah. to mention the numerous technical bugs and issues. I mean, there's just Gra plenty so of things wrong with the, the game. Graphical glitches and pop-ins, <clears throat> uh, incorrect hitboxes, yeah. lag. I'm getting... Ridiculous seen, amounts of lag at certain areas of the map. When it's I've, just weird. When I've watched you play it, I saw a big problem, and I thought this was just like a one-time thing, but it's a reoccurring problem of invisible enemies. Yes. 
That the, I have had that like, happen a lot. You're just but being shot I, at from some corner of the map, and I you're like, talk, who's shooting me? And you look over, and there's nobody there. Real, real fast, I want to talk about the facial animations in particular, because yeah. a YouTuber named Liam Robertson, who's known more as the video games history guy, he, does this, he has a whole YouTube series uh, examining history of video games and kind of deconstructing what goes into their production and everything. And he was able to get an interview with some of the Bioware employees to learn about the facial and character animations for the game. And I'm reading this article from uh, GameZone.com, which, okay. <laughs> yeah. He posted the video uh, explaining this firsthand. Uh, he apparent, Apparently, Bioware told them that they used a new cyberscan technology, which recreates a digital, uh, it does digital scans of people's faces or objects, and then it recreates a 3D model of that in-game. Wow. And according to Robertson, Bioware used this a lot instead of like sculpting it internally. Yeah. So because that of that, shows. they out they outsourced this what? to other EA branches. What? Apparently. Why? Uh, specifically, they out they outsourced it to EA Bucharest. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, in Romania, where they did mo the majority of the work. This is common practice for EA. They usually do this be to help speed up production. You know, it lets the de core development team focus on other aspects of the game, like the Andromeda team did. Apparently, they spent a lot of their time on the gameplay and the vehicles in the game. Okay, and that putting a lot of focus on that. That shows. This, um, but I mean, this wasn't like a cost-cutting issue or anything. They just outsourced the animations just because they didn't see it as a high priority, which is absurd to think about. Yeah. Why? Because Bioware is known for having good facial animations. Why? Well, <clears throat> again, it's this game series that focuses so much on the character, character and, right. their, yeah. and their development, and it requires Why would you not good focus facial on animation. The yeah, we're talking about good characters, and uh, <sighs> so that's that's interesting though. Because here's the here's the thing, and I'm very, I kind of go back and forth about when developers have games that come out and there's like some issues with it. I, I sometimes I'll say, oh, like, why didn't you push back the release date to fix these issues? But then on the other hand, I might say, oh, like, why is this game taking so long to come out? So I go back and forth on some of these things. But if you're gonna if you're gonna focus on other aspects of the game, that's fine. That's good. That's sure. fine and dandy. But only if this one aspect is okay. Mm -hmm. But in this case, it's not okay. It's it takes away from the gameplay. And in my mind, if something takes away, if something takes away from the the Im immersiveness of the game, is that a word? I'm going to use it anyway. Nope. Sure. If something takes away from you being immersed in this game, then that's just so well, you, that's so degrading. You kind of have to have the question: What's more important in a development cycle? Because a lot of games have focus on a lot of different features. Some of them highlight a specific aspect of the gameplay. Some of them highlight the fact that they are more cinematic. So, I mean, was this the right move by the Andromeda team to outsource their facial animations? I don't think so. This no, I don't think is that so. even a question? Well, and even in that article, when it said that somebody even went out of their way to come up to Bioware and say, "Hey," These are not up to par. These are not up to our standard of excellence. Let me, you know, s fix some of this. And they were turned away? Like, that's crazy. You have someone actively saying, let me do my job, but let me do it better. Okay, so then why? Why did they... Why do you think they did this? I have... 
I I really don't have any idea. I, I think somebody, some it, upper level manager, it feels like an EA move. I looked think, at it and yeah. said that this is fine. This the, is good. The explanation that they were focusing on other aspects like gameplay or vehicles or whatever things like that. I don't buy that. Well, I kind of buy the vehicles bit because the last time they introduced a vehicle back in Mass Effect One, it was received negatively. Right, they, a lot of people. But didn't over the like course it. of three games, that had improved. They also introduced for the most part the the hammerhead. You know, <laughs> yeah, he, he really liked Ben's that one over there trying to defend it. Yeah, he really likes that one. Anyway, but I I don't buy the explanation that they were focusing on other aspects. I think they were trying to meet a deadline. They were trying to meet an. A demand for this game mm -hmm. because a lot of people and by a lot of people I think most people love the Mass Effect series I think and so. when when told that another Mass Effect game is coming out the hype is just so great but it, it won't last forever it's not gonna last for two year, two or three years right it's only gonna last for like a year maybe 18 months and you need to capitalize on that hype. You need to say, hey, Mass Effect Andromeda is coming out. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then like five months later, it's like, hey, Mass Effect Andromeda is pushed back because we got to work on the facial animations. It's like, oh, well, that's a bummer. Anyway, Andromeda, the Andromeda team has said that they're working on some fixes and they're going to get some patches out. Yeah, at hopefully, some point yeah. in future. I don't think, has there been a... There has not been a patch yet. There hasn't been one. this recording. There hasn't been one announced yet There's at all? not... They've announced it in the fact that they're saying, we are going to do it. Okay, so coming soon yes. to a console near you. But that's okay, because we're going to talk about movie adaptations for video games. Oh, good, because those always turn out really well. <laughs> Absolutely. Assassin's Creed, no! Yeah. If you're not familiar, traditionally, video game movies have always been terrible. Mm -hmm. Mostly because... I think it stems down to the fact that a lot of the movie companies and uh, producers don't really understand the source material that they're pulling from, and they don't adapt it very well. They don't focus on what makes the game so good yeah. to that specific audience. Well, I thought the Mario Brothers movie was an excellent recreation Get of the game. out. Anyway, so, so about movie adaptations, what, are, what is going on? Well, they're making another movie adaptation for a small indie game now. Perfect. Instead of a big budget game like they've been doing in the past. So I'm kind of excited about this. I heard about this. They're making a game for. They're making a movie for the game We Happy Few. Okay. Okay. So this is an indie game that came out uh, about a year and a half ago, maybe two years so by this point. So indie, something like that. It's a small game that mm -hmm. really didn't get a whole lot of attention, but they've ported it <clears throat> from the PC over to the Xbox and the PS4, and it's set in a dystopian 1964 era, and it's basically the psychedelic mind trip. Uh, you know, every, all the residents of the small town take this little drug called joy that makes them all inexplicably happy. And, of course, you don't take your joy one day, and you have to fight the system and find out why everybody is the way they are, okay. what secrets they're hiding. You know, this stuff sounds like, that. like This sounds like a young adult fiction novel. Yeah, but it's a little <laughs> trippy than that. Yeah. It sounds like, like someone read 1984 and it's like, I or, can do that. Or they read, or they read The Giver. Did you or, ever read The yeah, Giver? The Giver they, read read they read them back together. to back and just goes, I could do that. I, I mean, can make that. The story is huh. kind of, it has been used before. Yeah. But I still think it's pretty interesting. The gameplay is uh, pretty impressive. It's visually very distinct. It's well, very colorful. Let me, let me just say this. I love the Assassin's Creed franchise. Yeah? 
And then they came out with the movie. Yep. <laughs> and that was terrible. Yes. yes. Not even my diehard fandom for that movie would would ever compel me to watch that movie again. Yeah, but this is an indie film. Right. And it, it's, I mean, it's technically an indie film. It's a smaller production company that's making the film. And it's an indie game. Yeah. It's not a AAA game like every other video game movie has Still, been. So I kind of have some hope here. No, that's the, th- no. That's the thing. Is if you tell me it's a video game, it's a movie adaptation of a video game, my standard, or at least... Before yeah, I it's see gonna it, be... it's going to be really, really low. Yeah, I get you. Whatever. There's, I mean, they haven't done anything yet. They're, all they're doing is looking for writers right now. They, I think they have a director. Probably not, though. It's in its pre-alpha stage right now, so mm-hmm. we won't hear anything else about that for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's For Honor with its <laughs> terrible connectivity that we probably should talk about real yes. fast. So, the game For Honor is a game in which you play as one of three f- different factions. You know, Vikings or Samurais or... Or Medieval, medieval knights. knights. Right. And so basically you one play as... One of these as, three is not like the other. Yeah, you play as one of these and you you basically just battle other people. And it's it's a pretty... Bal- for the most part, it's pretty balanced uh, player versus player kind of fighting game. It's pretty interesting to watch <clears throat> how you... How your your fighting is basically based off of reactions. Sure. How quickly can you react to the other person? They're swinging this huge axe at you if they're a Viking. You know, how quickly can you hit the duck button or something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, this game has been getting some recent negative backlash because of the way that they do player to player connectivity. Now, normally for an online game you would connect to a secured server that the game developer has set up. Right. Yeah. So they have they re- this big developer. They've released a game and this is Ubisoft. Like, like Call of Duty. Well, uh, I'm just generalizing st- oh, okay, things right here. So let's say Call of Duty was just released and you want to play with your friends and you want to fight another team. So you're going to connect to the secured server and it's like basically all of you are traveling to this server to play on it. And then once you're done playing on it, you just leave. But that server is still up for other players to come in and use it. So there's kind of this never-ending cycle of players joining and things like that. And that's why For Honor decided not to do that. Right. Right. Um, (laughs) Wait, I think we got this backwards, guys. So For Honor didn't do this. Instead, what it is, is you connect to one person's console or one person's internet right or and you use IP. that as the host and that's called peer-to-peer connectivity so and that is so incredibly risky i mean not only are you sharing your mm-hmm. private information like you're sharing your ip address with a complete stranger might as well just go ahead and give them your credit card information yeah, yeah basically and of course there's the whole problem of people can exploit this because you can build what's essentially called a lag switch, which when you turn it on, it freezes the game for everyone else but you. It yeah. allows you to move to a new position. Basically just run behind the guy that you're fighting and stab him in the back. Right. And then you turn the lag switch off and voila, you've magically teleported halfway across the map. And of course, beyond people doing that intentionally, it's still happening regardless because people's connections are terrible sometimes. Yeah. And then when people disconnect, I imagine there's uh, a lot of fun 
reconnecting. Absolutely. Yeah. As, it's as one person terrible. put it, as one person who was showing this problem, they said, you know, if you have somebody who's playing in Antarctica like this person and they show their connection, it was like <laughs> one bar out, as, out of like five. If they're playing in Antarctica, you know, you have a horrible connection. So that's, yeah, that's yeah, pretty bad. So they've, uh, Ubisoft has stated that they're going to be dealing with this. There was a boycott in scheduling. <laughs> Oh, it's it. it's still scheduled. No, no, no. It? It's just got called off. Did it really? Yeah, because the Ubi- because Ubisoft held a live stream that answered a lot of the concerns that the community had uh, regarding specifically the boycott that they were going to do. They outlined a list of all their complaints. Uh, pretty reasonable, I think, given that the game is kind of broken. I yeah. mean, it goes beyond the connectivity issue. There were also issues with balancing in certain classes. Uh, with weapons, there were some issues uh, being some of them being really overpowered as compared to other people's weapons, stuff like that. So they held a live stream. They answered a lot of their questions, and the boycott has been called off. Mm-hmm. In terms of uh, what they said, it's funny. They in regards to the server instability, though, <clears throat> they said it was their number one priority, and then said <laughs> nothing else about it. Yep. There you go. So it's clear that they notice and they kind of care that their customer base. Is going to kind stop of playing. Care. It's our number one priority. Yeah, but uh, beyond them having to buy physical servers just to host games, why not just do that to begin with? That's that should be industry standard. It's money. It comes down to a money. Yeah, issue, and they're man. trying to be cheap, and it's clearly you showing. To, you don't have to dedicate servers, right? Right, for and this. dedicate people that can maintain yeah. and keep, upkeep on it, and blah blah blah. Fork out the cash and you make the cash back. Come on. Yeah, seriously. Simple economics. You're going to keep your player base and things. But just as kind of a last thing to say on this, it is good to see that uh, it's good to see that these players have had an impact on it. Or at least they've gotten Ubisoft to say something about it. Take notice it. of it, yes. Yeah, because like a 24 hour boycott of the game. Oh would my effectively gosh. kill it. That would, <laughs> yeah. That would Given that it is a multiplayer, it. pretty much a multiplayer focused game, it requires people to be online playing it all the time. And so, especially yeah. because it was like Reddit who organized this, and Reddit is just like the almost the center of the internet. And if you, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay, we can talk about this later. But anyway, if you have Reddit and like a lot of people on Reddit were backing this, you have this large number of people, you're eventually going to, you know, that day you'll have someone come on and see that nobody's playing and be like, oh, well, this this is stupid. I don't like this. And then there you go. Mm-hmm. Now you have no more no more For Honor. Anyway, Ubisoft has stated that the patch will be coming out soon. Soon. I love that. Soon. <laughs> we'll not give a time. Yeah. And I guess with that, you have been... Synchronized. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast, guys. And if you want to help us pick next week's topic of the week, just remember all of the things that we taught you this week, all of the morals, all of the great life well, lessons John, that we taught. We haven't learned anything. We we talked about They're video all games for you. No, we talked Hold about video about games. us. What life lessons could we possibly gain John, from that's today's what we do. John, there <laughs> are no life lessons in John, come on, man. Stop it. We do it for you. Link data disconnect initiated.